Welcome to Raising Nashville. I'm Bucky. What day is it? <laughs> Juice box. Oh boy. And we want to provide an update for you guys. We are still outside. In fact, I want to call this Raising Nashville podcast live from Juice Box's back deck um, <laughs> right. or the back yeah. deck sessions. That it sounds a little more. Uh, exciting than what we're actually having to go through because it's kind of chilly out here it is yeah it, i mean it's a different experience you guys may hear some sirens you may hear some uh crickets you may hear who knows an what? owl a or two yeah gunshot yeah. <laughs> it's not madison it's, is known for gunshots and owls you guys it's not late enough for gunshots that's right yeah it's still fairly, fairly early we do have a fire going to provide the ambiance for the podcast tonight i know you guys are probably listening in your climate controlled vehicles or headphones or houses or whatever but we want you to get the feel of what we're going through right now uh, I've got no heat from the fire. It's too far away <laughs> yeah. because we have a lot of equipment We're out social here. distancing from the fire, too. <laughs> Correct. Uh, because we have to these days because we are still in uh, the suck yep. is what C- I'm calling it. C-19. Dude, it's, it's terrible. Like This, this is going to sound terrible, but at this point it's almost like, how bad would it be to just go ahead and get coronavirus? Because I'm bored as fuck, you guys. <laughs> yeah. And the ending dates are definitely longer than the 14-period quarantine dates that you have if you get the coronavirus. So right. if we all got that 14-day period, we might be able to go back to concerts and sporting events and hanging out with our friends, that, you know, and hugging. We miss. Yeah. Hugging. Yeah. Like, I don't believe that. Just disclaimer. But no. <laughs> but at the same time, man, come on. It'd be nice to get out. We've had, I don't know, we've had some ups and downs. We've, we, you know, I'm sure all of you out there, you're dealing with, everybody's dealing with the same thing. Everybody is in the same boat. Yeah. You're going out to go to the grocery store, the liquor store, hopefully, and that's the only two things. Um, if you are working, thank you. Um, if yeah. you, yeah. If you don't have to work and you still feel the need that you have to go into work, please stop doing that. Like, it's, you're not proving anybody anything yeah exactly yeah exactly like it's not it's not the time to try to wear that badge enjoy these times and and it's hard and we'll be the first people to say that it is hard because we have kids and we're dads and we like our social lives too this is not the easiest thing i've ever gone through it's been yeah like i hate to say i hate to complain about it like i hate to complain that I have to hang out with my kid in an extended period of time. But, like, at the same time, that shit is exhausting when you're trying to do your job at the same time. Yeah, like, true. It, the the two things cannot coincide. Yeah, and my kid's not happy about it either. You know, like, she, she would rather be at school than hang out with me who has to work and I can't give her all the attention. She's oh. like, oh, God, I'm bored. Oh, you're hell, boring. Hell, yeah. These kids are missing their classmates. Like, yes. 100%. Like, I don't know about you guys, but we've FaceTimed with a, a couple of the people from Barrett's class. Like, some of our friends, their kids are in our class. So we FaceTime with him. As soon as he sees them on the phone, his face like lights up, and he's yes. like sure. just like super excited, and they're super excited. Like yeah. you can tell these kids miss each other. They need interaction too. Yeah. yeah Besides, for so just on... boring ass adults that are drinking all day. Yeah. It's too yeah. It's, <laughs> it's tough on them. 
Speaking of that, so what we want to do this week is we have something very special for you guys out there. Yes, we are revisiting our current coronavirus uh, topics, yeah. which we're going to release our coronavirus anthology, which is a series of episodes that we've had to record not only about the subject, but in the so- midst, in the midst, social distancing from each other outside on a 55 degree night. Is this our fourth coronavirus episode? So we had outbreak, potty training, and then we did something else, right? We did the original coronavirus. We had to take a break to talk about it. I'm losing track of more than just know, the days. I, I think. <laughs> no, I agree. When you asked what day it was. I was, my first initial response was going to say it's always Wednesday. If you are our loyal <laughs> listenership out there, today is Monday because today is when we release our episodes. And point. thank you for listening. Um, but this week, what we want to do, I'm going I'm to title this episode "The Never-Ending Story." Because <laughs> That's currently what we are dealing with right now is repetition. It it can be dangerous for some people out there. Some people make it creative. And that's what we want to talk about today is what you've been doing during the coronavirus. We've got some special guests on the episode today that we're going to call up who live in states other than Kentucky and Tennessee. Yeah, uh, We're going to get their perspectives on how long they have been under lockdown. I want to – I feel like jail – the the jail closing door like should happen right there that that sound bite. yeah it's it's pretty good um we're all dealing with it our own way and that's what we want to talk about today so so i'm gonna start this off hold on real quick you guys have been seeing falcor at your house i was gonna say dude uh who's the luck dragon in this story (laughs) yeah yeah I want to know more about what's been going on at Bucky's house. Yeah, Trey. That's just what I wanted to name it, because you could have watched the movie 30 times, or you could be living the movie currently Mm -hmm. in your own head with the isolation that you're dealing with. Okay. All right. Yeah. The nothing. The the nothing. Oh, my God. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, It's the nothing. It's it's very appropriate, your title. Yeah. So if we're using NeverEnding Story as a roadmap, we're close to kind of getting out of it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully. Made the yeah, journey. I'm, opti- I'm optimistic. Yeah. We're we've made the journey. We're at the peaks. Time to get out. So I'm gonna go ahead and start us off. All right. What have you been up to? No. How's your mom in there? <laughs> you can't. You can't beat me to that question. <laughs> oh, you're gonna ask me. I was. I was gonna start oh, it off okay. by saying, "Oh boy." What During up? the coronavirus, what have you been up to? Well, I work every day, and I'm very grateful to have work because it does. It, it our sales and and there's just nothing going on because there's no nowhere's open half the nation sure. shut down but we're still keeping busy trying to come up with programs and uh things to to help our customers so i'm very grateful for that so i do work and i work every day all day other than that though i do take a lunch break i go on walks okay. uh, we take our daughter on walks which is great some did bike, you walk ever in your daughter's life prior to the, prior to this <laughs> <laughs> never nope never took a step we just rolled around everywhere i mean yes did you no, take yes. leisurely walks with as a family yes 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 when we lived in a previous neighborhood that had better streets for it my street's pretty busy it's tough to walk on there and then sure, to yeah. get to other streets but all that's changed we're, we're doing a lot of walking now i also took up uh shooting a bow and arrow and I've, okay. I bought it last year, but I've really, I've had a little time to go out there and kind of, you know, shoot some bow, shoot some arrows. Is this a, targets. 
Is this a compound bow, a straight bow? Straight what kind bow. Of bow? Just a straight right. pullback bow. How many arrows do you have? I have four. I've lost two. That, that was the question. How many arrows did you have? So I had you have six. two. I had six total, but I lost two. And I, it was amazing I found the other four. I've, I've lost all of them at some point. Okay. It's a mother. Um, but it's something I'm doing. It's pretty It's pretty fun and, and relaxing. Um, I also, uh, we've been gardening. I've got gardens I built last year. I built a new one yesterday or the day before. I hoed a piece of land that was like two by 16 feet, and it was the longest two hours of my damn life. <laughs> right, right. Like uh, it was terrible. I don't think I've ever heard anyone say the phrase, I've hoed a piece of land. Right. I was talking about this, and somebody's like, man, why don't you just go buy a tiller? And I was like, <laughs> Well, I'll never do that again. Sure. Yeah. So, uh, board games. Been playing a lot of board games, cards. I bought some tarot cards, so I'm going to start uh, telling fortunes here soon. God. Uh, this, goes, this goes along with your handmade Ouija board? Right, yeah. yes. Okay. And um, He's going to start putting this. That's what this uh, virus has done to all of us is old boy's going to have a sign in his front house that says tarot palm reader inside. Maybe. I mean, shit. you got to do hey, what you got to do. we all got to get by, yeah. Yeah. I'll tell you your fortune. It don't look good. <laughs> whiskey. Been drinking some whiskey. Uh, starting some fires. I... I have not. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Let's go back real quick. Let's rephrase that. I've been drinking right. some whiskey and starting some fire. Right. <laughs> That's uh, not a good path. We're not writing a country music song. Yeah. Right. Well, <laughs> we have to consider all options now. No, I had. I, I got a fire pit out back. I haven't used it that much. Uh, we got it. I think I got it for Christmas. So I'm just. And I have a chopped down tree. I'm chopping up the wood, getting it smaller bits, building okay. fires, drinking. You know, trying to forget. I'll tell you something. I have not been doing. Most folks that know old boy know knows old boy likes video games, right? I have not been playing that much video games. At uh, all. There's no way. I, I don't believe. Swear you. to God, I'm I'm more productive. So I do 30 minutes a day, though. My daughter and I play The Legend of Zelda. Okay. 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 All right. So on what system? On Nintendo Switch, and gotcha. it's uh it's Link's Awakening. So it's kind of like a so top, it's not the top Legend down of Zelda. version. No, it is, but it's just another one, you know. Okay. So anyway. But it's like a classic version? Kind of, yeah. It's kind of like the classic version, like top down. Yeah, Anyway. Yeah. So we've been playing it, and she's gotten really interested. It's something we do together. We don't play a lot. She doesn't get a lot of screen time still, even in this. So the other day, she's like, well, we switch controllers, you know. I'm like, here, you play. So the other day, she says, uh, Daddy, give me the controller. I can do it better than you. <laughs> okay. And I thought, you, I've been playing this game for 30 years. There ain't no way. I mean, she was very like, come on now. Like, just pat, just give me the control. I can do this better than you. I thought, get the, get out of here. All right. So I thought that was pretty interesting. So did you give her the controller? I did. And she, she, all she does is want to blow up bombs, I guess. She just, Equips bombs and depletes the whole. Uh, she inventory. likes excitement. Yep. She's, <laughs> she's like, I'm going out. I'm, I'm taking. I'm taking Link out of this. Um, it's been interesting. She's gotten really sassy. Uh, and then I've watched a few shows. I binged Legion. I got through it. I enjoyed it. It's trippy. It's weird. And then uh, I also uh, grew a mustache. 
<laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, let's, let's put that in quotation. Let's put grew in quotation. Yeah. yeah. Or you could even put mustache. Let's just quotation. say yeah, yeah. let's say you're growing a mustache. Yeah, okay. It's yeah. been and and the sad thing is is it's been a solid three weeks, three, four weeks, however long it's been. This is as good as it's gonna get. Yep. yep. I still I see know. through it. <laughs> uh, so I'm a traitor then. then the, in this, in the you numbers. are. You, you are. really are. All right. That's all I've got, really. Um, and that, I mean, podcasting with you, jokers. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, we haven't seen each other in quite a while because we are practicing our stay-at-home, safe we've things. We've uh, a couple well. of us. I, I don't know if you guys out there have heard, but uh, there's this app called House Party that yeah, a lot we, of people are on. We have been house partying it, and we've been house partying, meaning basically it is instead of. Instead of calling your friends to say something on the phone, you can just look at them. And it's not always the greatest. Uh, but I don't know. It's fun. You can pop in on other people's houses. Uh, yeah. I love <laughs> it a lot. I think like we just all seem to be logging on around 4 p.m. Everybody's having a beer. It's not bad. What have you been doing Yeah, do, yeah besides well, house party? Yeah, I've been, I mean, I've been doing a lot news. more. I, I I have gone through the emotions, and when when I talk about the emotions, the coronavirus, the isolation, the fear of missing out, the all all of these emotions, like you know, you have to go through uh, anger and sadness and acceptance and uh, fear and more anger, and you know, it's kind of like a roller coaster. Like you don't know where you're at on what day. At this point, it just becomes acceptance is who we are. We are. So I've gone through the days where I just walk around my house and I'm like, man, I'm so bored. There's nothing to do. I sit in different spots in my house, you know, or whatever. Uh, I have discovered that I like my kids more. Like, <laughs> well, kudos to you, buddy. Yeah. I, I mean, it's how do they feel? Though? I think that's great because I feel like that's probably the opposite of what a lot of people are feeling right now. It right. is. I, I feel like the more time I spend with them, the more I get to know them, and the more I understand and kind of like them more. How yeah. do they you feel know? about you though? Like, there's Daddy over here sitting in a different spot. Other things that I've done though, I've gotten creative, right? So if I walk around my house and I see something that I was meaning to do that I haven't done, I've done it. Right. And I've the last couple of days have hit very serious home for me on that um there's just projects that i've had things that i've wanted to do extracurriculars uh, i have a patch of woods behind my house so i cut out a trail and i started to cut this trail out and it took me about four or five days i just wanted a walking trail back in my woods you know right, get away yeah. from my family smoke cigarettes and you know possibly uh whisk do, drink something yeah do something back there that's not going to get that much exposure and then I just kept digging and digging and digging and cutting out trees and stuff and turned it into a, hey, I got a riding lawnmower. Let's see if we can fit this thing back through here. So I cut out that entire trail. A lot of interesting stories with that. But when that was done, I started pulling weeds. We got a lot of landscape. Got all the weeds pulled. I, yeah. Apparently, I like uh, instant gratification. Yeah, yeah. When you do something, you see it done. I'm True. running out of instant gratification. You can only clean so much. You come right? over to my house. <clears throat> yeah, I got a lot here too. Yeah, but I've also read more than normal, <laughs> which if you know me or you know this podcast, it's is it's been anything. established on this podcast that you've only read nine books in your life. <laughs> right. Yeah, I think it's less than that. But anyway, <laughs> and um, how many, so what have you? How, but, did you read a book? No, I've I've read articles that say it's okay. 
to not pick up a hobby, learn how to do something during this time. It's okay to just be Stay a sloth, I guess. I don't know. That's not okay with me, well, but sure. it's okay. I've also watched ton, way too much wrestling content. Okay. I mean, way too much. Like documentaries, matches, like all a bunch of stuff like that. But I am well, you a wrestling been, fan, right? you got to be in something, yeah. Yeah. I've done nothing exciting. I think the most exciting thing that I've done since this all started is spying on my neighbors again, but from a safe <laughs> distance. <laughs> again? Again. I mean, I did it when well, I was bored like in, in college. Heads. And when I lived downtown in, in Nashville on that Broadway, I used to like look around, you know. But sure. I, I, I've developed this obsession. And, oh. I mean, it, it, it's fun. It is fun okay. to see what cars go and what stay. Who's hanging out in the yard? Who's walking by? There's this. Yeah. Where are we going with this? There's this odd guy that runs by my house every day. And his the top of his body is way bigger than the bottom of his body. But he's very <laughs> muscular. And he runs he down the street with his chest out every day. He just skipped leg day for his entire life. His entire life. Until quarantine. And he runs up and down the street twice a day. And Do you think he's a lizard person? I think... No. No. I think he's trying to attract people to him. By <laughs> <laughs> So you're watching this guy running, and you've made up a backstory. He does. Yes. <laughs> Based off of his running. That's what my life has come to. Okay. Is you're making backstories off everybody I see. So you've gone crazy. <laughs> I'm getting close. All right. Fair enough. But I, I literally think this guy, is he's running for style, and he's not running for athleticism. He runs down the street in a specific way that is not exercise. <laughs> it's so hard to explain. I wish you could see it. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Maybe pick up a book. Anyway, for me, like, it hasn't been. I, I saw the, the similar article that you were talking about, Bucky, that was like, don't worry about if you're not picking up a hobby or doing something during this quarantine. And that gave me a little. That made me feel a little bit better because sure. honestly, like during this quarantine, like I've been watching our kit, like either me or Dana, we're both working and we're both like working a lot. Yeah. So like between that and watching our kid, there's not much extra time for shit. You know, right. like sure. I have, um, I did finally get to watch the Mandalorian, which was pretty cool because it became, um, our like after lunch ritual with me and bear, like we would eat lunch together and we would start to watch a Mandalorian, which he called Robot and Baby. That's he, call, he calls Baby Yoda Baby. He perfect. calls Mandalorian Robot. So, like, that's like, you know, we get done eating lunch. He's like, Robot Baby? And it's like, F yeah, yeah, we can put a Robot Baby. Yeah, Hell yeah, we can. And every mm-hmm. single time he'd watch about half the episode, like, get in his little tent that we have in our living room and just, like, fall asleep. That's and it was great. just like, this is perfect. Then I, like, <laughs> got to, like, clean up our house or do some work for a couple of hours. So, yeah, that's basically been it. Like, I unfortunately have not binged a lot of stuff. I've yeah. been working on this podcast some. Yep. I've been playing some video games for, you know, like, 30 minutes a day. Yeah. I'm lucky. Can you do, can you do the tagline? Mandalorian. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was trying to do it as Barrett. <laughs> no, I can't do it. Oh, that's great. 
Yeah, the, the workload hasn't changed. It's just the location being at home and all the added things of, of you have to take care of at home. It makes it more hectic. Like, sure. I don't know about you guys. Like, I used to complain about work meetings. You know, I felt like they're unnecessary. So now there's, like, almost more work meetings. And also there's, like, work group chats that you're supposed to yeah. be staying up on all day. Like, for my job, you know, I'm a... I'm in video editing, so I could throw on headphones and just look at the computer and zone in on that, and, like, people would interrupt me if it was important. Now it's like I'm expected to answer every single text message and right. blah, blah, blah. And I know that seems petty, but it just all adds up to, like, the stress of the day on top of trying to take care of your kid who doesn't want you to be sitting in a computer. It's right. A, it's a lot of home time, and that's that's another thing that my wife and I discuss at night now is what is your schedule with work tomorrow when do you have calls yeah exactly it's changed everything i'm like 9 145 and 4 she's like okay i got a 10 and i got a 2 so i think we can make this work without the 145 bleeding over and i'm like why are we talking about this i I just want to go back to work yeah it's crazy i mean that's the thing like we have to balance it out to where it's like okay i guess barrett's just going to come in on this zoom chat for the past or the last 30 minutes of it or something because we have an overlap we and throw into the mix kids that are in school so sam's got zoom classes that she's participating in for a couple hours a day so she's oh yeah so you know we have to get her in front of that and then we're on phone calls it's it's a it's a weird it's a weird environment asher our 10 year old has that too and he has like responsibilities but um that i mean that's another thing is this whole what i've learned is the whole mute uh mute the mute button has become my savior over the last three weeks or so but we and here in nashville are just only Two, three weeks into this thing. Yeah. I mean, and, ultimately. And we're sitting here complaining about it like, you know, this is just our perspective on it. We, I mean, I would say it hasn't even been a full two weeks. It seems like it's been forever. That's why I call it the never-ending story, and we don't know when we get out. But Well, that- it's been long. I'm sorry. It's been longer than that. Like, I personally have been in working from home since early March. Like, our company was, like, proactive and, like, tried yeah. to get ahead of this thing four weeks this is my fourth week yeah so really at this point i'm over a month at home yeah okay um i didn't realize it had been that long yeah i I, I only assumed that it was i remember we recorded the podcast the week of march 12th 10th 11th and 12th is when like shit hit the fan they were starting to cancel sporting events in the middle of them they're starting to cancel everything and then the following week is kind of when we got the news and then i think the week after that is when we started the safer at home so yeah we were i my company was already having us work at home that week gotcha as a city we're only about two weeks into it now we do have some friends of the podcast that are not so lucky and that is they they've been dealing with this for quite a while and we Wanted to do something special for everybody out there today and get the perspective of people, you know, kind of on the West Coast, because that's where it initially kind of hit the United States. I mean, it, it attacked Washington, it attacked California, then New York was next, and then, you know, it started to crumble and then, you know, uh, yeah. infiltrate the middle of the country. Um, but those were some of the first places that were impacted. And We've got a really good friend of the podcast. His name is Keith. He uh, he was used to live in Nashville. They moved out to Washington uh, in the Seattle area, what I say, about two years ago. 
Uh, it was last year. It was yeah. like was it last year? It was yeah. only. Been, yeah. It seems like it's been two years, Keith. Uh, but he's out there. They've moved into a town called Issaquah, if I'm pronouncing that correctly. And uh, they were one of the first impacted. I remember, you know, uh, calling him up when I heard those cities up there that were starting to be impacted by this to see what was going on. I thought it was crazy what was going on. But we've got him here, and we are about to give him a call and kind of check in on him, see what's going on, and uh, kind of get an update from one of the earliest places hit. Keith, thanks so much for taking the time to join us on Raising Nashville. We miss you, buddy. We want to say that off the beginning, off the bat. And I also want to say something. Happy fucking birthday. Hey. <laughs> yeah. Oh, hey. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Absolutely. And we've told everybody that you uh, live out in the state of Washington, which took the major, I would say a lot of the hit of this first and what I want to, what we want to know is how long, if you can even count that far back, have you guys kind of been under this entire lockdown? I'm pretty sure dinosaurs roamed the earth back <laughs> when, uh, back before a lockdown was was in place. Man, um, so it's been a long time. But um, now, in all seriousness, I think it was uh, mid March. So I think we're creeping up on like a solid. A solid month of lockdown but you know a couple weeks before that yeah. everybody had kind of gotten wind of, of this virus that was going around so everybody was kind of hunkering down anyway it seems like that when we found out about the coronavirus you guys were already so far advanced it was like you were already buying toilet paper and hand sanitizer <laughs> and preparing and like prepping how's how are the girls doing they're doing good man uh we lost her first tooth through all this and learned to ride a uh, a two-wheel bike so she's off the training wheels and riding a two-wheel bike hold on Congratulations. All right, remind us how how old is lou <laughs> lou is five five wow keith let me ask you this do you think that this quarantine helped lou learn how to buy, ride a bike earlier I think it definitely motivated her to get outside a little bit more, yeah. and it did kind of challenge her. And I, and I imagine you guys having more one-on-one -on -one time probably helped a little bit there, too. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Being able to just say, all right, yeah, let's go out here and spend the time with her to do it. And, yeah, I mean, she picked it up in, like, three hours. Three hours? Awesome. Training <laughs> wheels to no training wheels? <laughs> we took the training wheels off. Uh, we spent about an hour, uh, an hour a day, and on day two, she was riding it like solid. And then day three, it's like she's been doing it, and she'll never forget how. At this yeah, point. like she is solid on a bike. So, what have you been doing to occupy your own mind? Well, we we built a whole gym, a home gym, so that we can, uh, so that we can have recreational activities uh, in the gym of the physical, the physical kind, and the. Uh, in the garage and uh we watched a lot of tv we had a social distancing social hour today okay in the neighborhood so everybody opened their garage doors and we drew these nice little boxes around the garage and nobody came within six feet of one another and we all hung out in front of the houses and uh just kind of hung out with the neighbors that sounds like night that sounds like the 1950s right everybody's just kind of making ways to make it work 
But I, I love that, though, because that's what it should be. And honestly, like, if anything, hopefully this makes neighbors, like, maybe come a little closer together. You know, you have to talk to each other six feet apart, but then... Or you get creepier, like me, and just watch your neighbors all day from a distance. Okay. I mean, I don't like people coming in my personal bubble anyway. Do you think handshakes will be a thing again? I hope we go to butt bumps from here on out. Or like butt slap. Sweet, can yeah. we go back? Can we go to like the good game butt slap? Like everybody oh, wow. starts like good gaming each other. Greetings go from the strong handshake to the simple butt slap. I think I'm on board with that. We can't do that in today's time. Can you imagine giving Donald Trump the freedom to go around good gaming everybody? Oh God, dude! Like he needs it. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> So before we get out of here and, uh, you know, we want to thank you for the time for, for, for answering some questions from us from Seattle and giving us a perspective on where you guys are from and are at. We have to ask, uh, what are you currently binging? And that could be anything. Are you binging TV? Are you binging albums albums are you binging any like is there some kind of uh, a consistent binge that you've been going through <laughs> during the coronavirus sour patch kids keith me too man just by the pound like the five pound bag yes at the kroger doesn't stand a chance so what we're hearing here is binge on sour patch kids yes that's endorsed by two people right now yeah, absolutely i'm yep. <laughs> um, i'll endorse that uh, yeah. No problem with that. I mean, I don't, I don't know why there's a TP shortage, but there's, there's, there's Sour Patch Kids on the show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Keith, I have one more question. I have to ask, based on our podcast last week, how long? And you have to be completely honest. From the start to finish of potty training Luella, how long did it take? We dropped her off with with Nana and uh picked her up and she was potty trained so we didn't do any of it oh man that's 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 awesome nana covered that she said yeah nana how do i get a nana and how do i get a daycare in clarksville this is (laughs) i had the same experience keith it was oh and in one week it was done i know the answer to one of your questions bucky (laughs) (laughs) all right well keith Again, thanks so much time for taking or thanks so much for taking the time with us and uh, tell we, the fam we said hey. Tell them we said hey. Listening to this week's episode of Raising Nashville, we're excited to kick it with you again. Excited to be here, ten four, over and out from the claw. Well, that was a fun interview uh, and perspective from you know our buddy Keith from the North west and you know again we we want to mention that they were one of the first people hit with the coronavirus uh glad you're hanging in there keith and uh we wish you guys the best and hopefully you get out of this soon up next and we've gone through ours we just want to kind of roll through some phone calls here we want it's kind of like crank yankers right we just want to call some people up that's what I want to say. Like I have called more people in the past few weeks than I have called in the past five to seven years, probably. Yeah, but are are you calling them? Or are you facing them? I'm not going to say FaceTime because not everybody has iPhones. Right, but. right. But I mean, yeah, it, it's one or the other. It's generally FaceTime, I guess. But you know, I'll text first and make sure that it's cool. But yeah, I don't yeah. know, man. I've like, but even phone calls. Like I've called more. Like I said, I've called more people than I've 
having them years. There's people I'd like to talk to, but I don't necessarily want to see, <laughs> you know. I can say that I've spent more time on phone calls. The phone calls have gone longer than they would have in the past and if this wasn't going on. Do they all Okay. Okay. So they answer. Can I sidebar real quick here? I just want to say everybody needs to like learn how to hold their phone properly when they're doing a video call. Everybody needs to stop holding the phone down towards their gut because no one wants to look like they're that doing, view. Yeah, no, <laughs> you know what that view is, and That's no one wants that view. view. Yeah, some, but there's some people out there that don't want to hold it up towards their face because they've got the. Uh, the turkey neck or double chin going on. Well, so you've got to get creative on no, that's how why you, you hold it yourself. At, you hold it at a slightly higher angle. Like the the uh, Instagram influencers got one thing right, and that's how to angle a camera for a selfie. So just pay attention to that. Yeah, stepmom. <laughs> I called them the other day, at, or I did the face thing. It was one of the six apps I downloaded to look at people when I talked to them, apparently. And my stepmom, and she's trying to get my dad in this too, but she is in like the bottom corner of the entire screen. And all I see is the the wall behind her and like a quarter of her face. And then yeah. she, and then my dad wants to talk, and she like holds the camera over, and it's half of his face. It's like <laughs> you've got to be able to tell where this thing is. Yeah, they don't get it. It, it it's it's funny though. It, it's funny how uh, every generation is having to adapt to what we're going on. Yeah. Um. And uh, again, we we want to we want to continue these phone calls. And we have something special for you guys up next from the beautiful city of Los Angeles, California, who is also on a lockdown. Uh, beaches, Disney World, everything. Disneyland. It's land. I always We're get that wrong. We're never going to get that right. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm right there with you, though. The Staples Center, uh, what is it? Hollywood Boulevard. All of it is currently locked down. We do have somebody on the inside. You guys might know this person. So let's just roll into this call. All right. I know we're excited and we finally have back for the, if I'm not mistaken, fourth time on our podcast. Fourth time? Fourth time on our podcast. We have the writer and composer, and I always bring this up, of our famed theme song here on Raising Nashville Podcast. He is a very good friend of the show. We have asked him to do a lot of things in the past, and now we want want to bring you up to speed with what Shane LaRue is currently doing. He resides in Los Angeles, California. And we are talking all things coronavirus related today. So what we have to ask, since we are apparently behind the bar in regards to the dates of the coronavirus, how long has this been affecting you, Shane? Uh, gosh, guys, I just want to say, hey, uh, it's great to be back on the show. Uh, great. Thanks for having me back. I uh, appreciate you guys every time you call. And it's been a little... Uh Lonely on my end, so it's good to hear another voice. Uh, it, it's uh, you know, so far it, it's not so bad. You know, we're, I'm 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 holding it together over here in, in Los Angeles. Do, do you know Do you know how long it, L.A. has been shut down or the state of California? Yeah, it was uh, about I think the mid middle of March, like March 15th, was when most of like the cafes and restaurants closed. Wow. And okay. so yeah, so it's been kind of quarantined since then. Do you have enough toilet paper to make it through? I've got some toilet paper. I've got a lot of paper towels, actually. And a <laughs> good amount oof. of 
Kleenex that I think I can double up on. So, yeah, I think I'll be okay. I, I think if you mix the paper towels and a Kleenex, you've got toilet paper, right? That That's a good call because straight-up paper towels, oof, my butt just hurt just thinking about no, that. No, you right. gotta you got to wet it down a little bit. Oh, okay. Yeah. We'll talk after the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Also, I'd like to get that uh, method if you've got. If you can just uh, send it to me too, Buggy. All right, I, if you've got I, a method. I, absolutely. So, Shane, let me ask you, and, and I have to be honest here, or I'm asking you to be honest. Is in this shelter-in-place world that we live in right now, have you gone out for anything other than essentials? Mm, damn. Can we define essentials? We can define essentials. Groceries. Uh, alcohol. Okay. Groceries and alcohol. And groceries and alcohol. And, and uh, medicinal supplies. Sure. Medication. Right, right, yeah. In, in Los Angeles, yeah, the dispensaries are still open. Uh, so by that definition, no. I have yeah. not gone out. And now, okay, let me ask you this. I did go out on a drive the other day. Okay. I think that's that, fine. Does that count? I think no. I think a, I think no. a drive, aimless drive. That's fine. I think a drive is essential, to be honest with you. Sometimes you just need to get out. You need to go see something else. It is for your mindset, for sure. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I, now yeah. I've got a Shane. I got a quick question. Um, how is your Sour Patch Kid rations looking? I've exhausted the Sour Patch Kids rations the uh, first day. Actually. Yeah, yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. I know it's tough. I, I had five. I had a five-pound bag. Man, I know. It's pretty hard. The five-pound bag is where it's at. <laughs> yeah, that is a reoccurring theme out here. I cannot find the five-pound bag. I look. They're at miles. <laughs> That's why I can't find the good bourbon either. Um, anyway, so Shane, we have to ask because we've we've asked our previous guest and we've talked about this most of the episode. Currently, right now, what are you binging? And this could be anything from a TV show to, I think Juicebox said earlier, uh, music, music, you know, if you're binging records. albums or um, if you're reading books. Are you binging work? I'm binging on Instagram. You're binge, right now. binging Instagram. Yeah, a lot of that. And uh, puzzles. Can you binge puzzles? Because I've been binging puzzles. Like physical puzzles so. you put together? Jigsaw? Jigsaw. Yeah, actual physical puzzles. Yeah, you Jigsaw. can you can binge that. Although a binge a puzzle binge is what like once a one a week or something. <laughs> but that's like an entire yeah, well, season. Yeah, you're putting a puzzle together. Man, I, I yeah, I should really put on a episode or put on a show while I'm binging puzzles. I just usually do it in silent and humming to myself. <laughs> huh? That sounds like a something a serial killer would do. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> It'd be hard for me to watch something while putting a puzzle together. Don't your eyes have to be in one place at minimum? Uh, I don't really look at the puzzle when I put it together. I mostly do it with <laughs> my hands. <laughs> I feel. So what's so what else has been going on during the the coronavirus? I'm gonna I'm calling it that during our quarantine break, social distancing, whatever you want to call it. What else? What else, what else is going on with Jane? Well, I've been. Uh... Yeah, like I said, you know, in my apartment, I got, you know, it's it's kind of a small place. Uh, I got room for, you know, a little, uh, you know, just the essentials uh, of a bed space and a little puzzle space. Um, but right now, most of it's taken up with boxes. I, I, I kind of, I kind of uh, 
goofed up a little bit at the beginning of this thing. Uh, you know how they were saying, you know, face masks were the the big thing. Like we, like people were paying top dollar for face masks. Sure, yeah, you know? it's crucial. We're yeah. like we have people here that are like making them from scratch for us, so we can wear them to the grocery store. Like yeah, they're impossible people, to get. People are working yeah. hard to make these masks just for like healthcare frontline workers. Short supply, high demand. Yeah, yeah, totally. So, right. Yeah. So I figured I'll just like buy up a bunch of them. Uh, upcharge them a bit, make a pretty penny, you know, to like just sit pretty during this whole thing. That's not uh, cool. Entrepreneur. Right. So the thing, thing I found out was they were talking about those masks, like the ones the doctors wear. Right. I right. ended up got, yeah. So I ended up with like a, a, a Michael Myers mask, I guess is what it is. It's like the oh. mask from Halloween. So how many of so, these do you have? Yeah. Well, right now I got about uh, four hundred thousand. <laughs> Man, it's a bad investment. You know, I'll have to take a bath on this. If you guys know anybody that needs a Halloween mask, though, like, and I just want to put out to your listeners, like, if they need any uh, Halloween mask or so, like, you know, a thousand of them, yeah, I'll put them a good deal. Yeah, plug that. So, old boy loves michael myers and i put I me down he, for one I, yeah i bet he would buy a few from you we juice box lives pretty close to nashville nightmare maybe we could that is true that's true uh i'll try to work out a deal for you i can get him there probably uh i don't i can have him there tomorrow overnight <laughs> yeah, no doubt i can see i can see your future now I can see you with a suitcase full of Michael Myers masks going to Halloween stores for one month out of every year, and you're just a traveling salesman. Well, that might be one of the only jobs that uh, are left after uh, <laughs> <laughs> Well, Shane, thank you for taking the time to talk with us and sharing your experiences, uh, and and good luck with the masks, we, we and want, good luck with the puzzle. And we yeah. want to ask one last question. Uh, if you could plot master the coronavirus in 2020, what date are you calling the end? Over, under. What date does it end? What date does it end? I need a date. R- restrictions lifted. Like your Mayans predicting the future. What date does it end? June 23rd. Is that your birthday? <laughs> it's very specific. Okay, look. If it's not June 23rd, I'll give you guys each 20,000 Michael Myers masks. 20,000? Oh, man. Fuck, I kind of hope it's not. I kind of hope it is. And I'm a man of my word. I'll do it. I'll eat you now. 20,000 Michael Myers masks bought by if Shane LaRue during the coronavirus. Oh, so good. If the world is not better by June 23rd. Shane, thank you so much for taking the time with us here on Raising Nashville. We're excited to have you on again soon. I'm sure it'll be in the future. You take care of yourself and stay safe out there. Yeah, put on yeah, that man. mask. Yeah. You guys too. I'm going to double up my mask as I go out. So, yeah, you guys. So that was a care. fun uh, lesson on hoarding. Um, we, or, we, or how not to. Or how not to flip something. Um, some people have good business sense and some people don't. Um, Got to read the market. But their heart was in the wrong place. Yeah. Wait, no, wait. right? Well, you're wrong place. Yeah. But. They do have skills. Uh, some have skills, you know, so much more uh, than other types of skills. Um, business sense is one. Composing is one. I, I feel like we were 50-50 with Shane. Um, he's done a lot for the podcast, and uh, we wish him luck. 
Well, I mean, the good thing is if, you know, we come out of this and Haunted Houses open back up, he can open a kick-ass haunted house that's nothing but Michael Myers characters. That's right. That is true. That, I mean, we we saw the all-clown uh, haunted house last year. Why not an all-Michael Myers that's haunted right. house? Yep. Or he could just pass them out to homeless people. And oh, imagine everywhere that a panhandler asked you for money, they were wearing a Michael Myers mask. Why would I want to imagine that? I, I don't know. It would save them from sunburns on their face. <sighs> Going. Well, I don't know where this is going. <laughs> we have a lot of fun on Raising Nashville Do we? podcast. Um, so we're not done. We we wanted to, uh, again, take a couple of different comparisons from all over the country. Um, you know, so far we've had our, our buddy Keith in Seattle. We've had, obviously, the composer and uh, Michael Myers hoarder. Uh, Shane LaRue from Los Angeles, California. And now we have a completely different perspective for you guys. We do talk about occasionally uh, raising children on this podcast. And up next, I am so excited for this one. Uh, I don't think I've been excited. This this person has never been on the show before. Uh, she is the former college roommate of both Old Boy and I. True. Yeah. And we all started working together when we were in college. Yeah. Um, she met her husband through our friend group. No, she worked with him. But did yeah, she? Yeah. Okay. Well, but we that's all how worked we met. together. Yeah, we all oh, worked yeah, together. We all worked yeah. together. Um, she is a Hilltopper, uh, Kentuckian. Is that what you guys call yourselves? Kentuckians? I, I'm not from Kentucky. <laughs> I don't know how many times I have to say this. I went to college in Kentucky. My dad lives there. <laughs> That's that is my only uh, relationship with the state of, with the bluegrass state. Okay, all right. Yeah. Well, she's a, she's a good friend of ours. She really is. And uh, her and her husband Jesse uh, and their daughter Eva, they all live in Tallahassee, Florida. She yeah. works for the Florida State University, and we want to give her a call and see how Florida is taking the coronavirus currently. Let's do it. On the line, we have former Kentuckian, current Floridian, former college roommate of mine, friends with old boy back in the day. We go way, way back. But on the line right now, we have uh, Trinity. She's currently in Tallahassee, Florida with her husband, Jesse. Trinity, thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, yeah. How are things in Florida? Um, well, things are pretty good. I mean, we basically live in South Georgia because we live in Tallahassee, so it's North Florida, South Georgia, but things are really good uh, here. It's been um, interesting because it's like, I feel like our governor is a little bit the butt of a lot of jokes right now because he made um, the WWE an essential. Oh, that's right. Oh, uh, you know, yeah. <laughs> That, that touches home pretty big. See, I actually had tickets to WrestleMania, which was the last large sporting event to be taken off the docket, according to the coronavirus. And yeah. uh, um, I, uh, from what I understand, the the governor, did they not just open the beaches back up today? Oh, I have no idea. I mean, maybe. I, I kind of can't keep up with the new. Probably. I wouldn't be surprised. Okay, so before I get into some more serious questions, you said South Georgia, North Florida. Do you like the band Florida Georgia Line? 
No, not a fan. <laughs> you got it right. <laughs> um, no, what, what we wanted to do and what we're doing on this podcast today is we're, we're kind of getting the perspectives of people from all over the country. So um, for you guys in Florida, when did this all, do you, can you recall, I mean, I know it's been so many days since the lockdown or social distancing or quarantine, as some people call it. Do you remember when this started for you guys or the first time you really got wind of it? Was it when they said you can't have gatherings of 250 people or more, or was it before that? Um, it was a little bit before that. We were hearing some things, and it's mainly because I work in higher education and specifically with events and event planning. Um, and so, and plus, you know, a lot of universities that were kind of uh, paving the way with, you know, we're going to send all of our students home or we're going to do virtual classes for the rest of the semester. And so it's been probably since March 13th is when we started really taking action. I think that might have been my last day actually physically in the office. So you're you're well into over a month now. Yeah. And, yeah, the, and then do you remember when uh, Eva school was closed? Uh, pretty much the exact same time. It was actually a little bit before that. I feel like it was like a week or two before that but I wasn't uh, staying at home quite yet because at that point my mother-in-law was in town so Eva was staying home with her because well what they did was they had spring break and I can't remember exactly oh. what week that oh, was oh yeah <laughs> that was a big thing yeah. for a lot of kids in the country that's what they yeah, did they too. Spring- yeah and they said they extended spring break so we had like an additional week and then they're like oh you know just kidding we're not coming back so here's a bunch of uh, virtual oh stuff to do i love how they spun it like that they were like oh we're extending spring break we're not canceling <laughs> school because there's a pandemic we're just extending spring break for a little while that is uh, yeah cool. that's it like well basically basically what they're trying to say is like we need another week to get our shit together because we're gonna have to go virtual for like a month at least and right. so it's like all right how, how do we do this with elementary school kids you sure know? i mean it's really unheard of like no one this is something that would take generally like months or a year to prepare for and people have just been thrown into it like in two weeks adapting yeah definitely so trinity what's it been like with eva at home have you been taking over some of the teaching duties and so fortunately when eva was very young um like little like probably well it was after she was born but uh she was really little i got her an email address which is her name um a gmail um, and because I was like, you know, I'm going to go ahead and reserve her name and then I'm going to send her emails of like funny stories and like pictures and stuff. So that way when she gets older, she'll have it. And so now she's actually been using that. Oh yeah. yeah that's kind of cool. Yeah. So, and for Christmas, she had asked for her own laptop cause I bring mine home from work a lot of the time and she'll see me on it. Like typing away and she's like, you know, I just really want my own laptop. I'm like, what are you going <laughs> to like, what are you going to do? Like write a tome i mean what do you need it for <laughs> <laughs> but so we got her one we got her a chromebook and so now i mean she's able to it's not been too difficult for us because we're very fortunate to have that stuff that she can stay connected with and she's been zoom like online zooming with her classmates yeah and right. it's hilarious because they all they all talk at the same time and so it's like the Zoom camera like doesn't know who to which kid <laughs> to go to. With, yeah. So we have to ask because uh, we have asked everybody that we've interviewed on this podcast today. Uh, during the coronavirus, it allows for plenty of time to catch up on things, to create projects, to do. Uh, things that you've always been meaning to do, and also it gives you the ability to binge. 
And we have been talking about that a lot today on the podcast. So we have to ask, what and you what have you and Jesse, and this can be anything, it does not necessarily have to be TV, have you been binging during the coronavirus 2020? I mean, I, you know, we've been playing a lot of video games. Uh, we, well, specifically one video game because it takes a lot of hours. The craziest thing is, is like, it's almost like we caused all this because we bought, it's The Witcher 3. Oh. Um, and yeah, and so we've been playing it. And I mean, we're only like level 18 right now. Like we, because it's such a just huge game. Trinity, and so that's, that's my favorite doing. game. I wish you could see old boy's arm hairs right now. I, it was, <laughs> it, that is my favorite game, Trinity. So I'm, I'm so glad that I know somebody else who's played it. It's awesome. Trinity, we hadn't talked to you in a while, and you might not know this, but old boy ha- is off the video games currently. Currently, be- believe it or not, through this virus, I've actually kind of gotten away from video games. I, I probably hadn't played a video game this month. That's that's awesome. It's, I mean, yeah. you know, it's like it's a time for uh, new things, new awakenings. But uh, the other thing, like, as far as binging, um, I mean, I will say that we did fall into the Tiger King trap. Oh yeah, oh yeah, everybody uh, did, right? Like, yeah. it's like it's like it, it was. You know, I, I saw it. People were sharing it. People were talking about it. Work happened as their background on Zoom, and I'm just like, okay. So we watched it because I mean, it's intriguing. The trailer is just like. They literally throw every single word yeah. at you. It's like murder, you know, like uh, <laughs> like drug kingpins, and you're just like, what? Like tigers and you're like, polygamy, <laughs> and yeah, um, it's great. Yeah. And then they top it off with, I saw a tiger. <laughs> tiger saw a man. <laughs> I mean, Honestly, the best thing to come out of that series is uh, is Joe's uh, Joe Exotic's music, probably. Oh. No kidding. <laughs> and it's so funny because it's like this is very obviously not your voice. What like what are we supposed to believe here? Yeah. In all honesty, because the popularity of that thing has just exploded, it, it's almost like that's all Netflix had to offer. But they offered the perfect thing at the right time, at the perfect moment. In, okay. in all honesty, Trinity, I have to ask you: Would you, in any other given circumstance, recommend that six-part documentary to someone <laughs> to watch? <laughs> Definitely not. Um, and honestly, one of the reasons I watched it was out of curiosity because, I mean, y'all probably remember I'm like a, you know, That's had right. a huge heart for animals. Yep. And I just, I watched it because I was like, okay, well, it's going to talk about these crazy people. And then it's also going to talk about how we're going to try to not have all these like tigers just as, you know, fodder for all these crazy you know, people out there and, uh, nope. no, no, it really, nothing. <laughs> no. It wasn't that at all. <laughs> <laughs> Not at all. So I was like, well, I'll, that was a disappointment, you know, but okay. Well, I spent my time, some time doing that. Now what can I do? So see, I feel like the trail, um, the trailer had it all. The trailer was the only thing you needed to watch. And then you could just not watch <laughs> the rest of the series. You're right. Exactly. You'd be like, okay, well that's what this is all about. And then it's like, okay, well I could have, you know, there's yeah. a lot that I could have avoided, especially a lot of Florida stereotype stuff. I mean, we know we're not native Floridians, but we do live here. And all right, so before we get out of here, and and again, we want to thank you for taking the time with us. We got two more quick questions, um, specifically to a previous podcast, and then one we're talking about now. Uh, first. How long from start to finish did it take you and Jesse to potty train Eva? And we're talking the day we we decided to start to the day she was potty trained. How long? Yeah. God. Okay. Let's see. 
she was party trained definitely before I feel like before she was three or around three like she caught on to it really quickly would you say a week yeah. it took oh, you a oh, week I remember I remember like yeah so her daycare I remember like I think that you, <laughs> you please don't that. continue you, just you, stop can, there honestly, can you see no, no, no. Bucky giving us the discount. bird no you got a discount if your kid was potty trained <laughs> oh man that's so a that huge incentive like, yeah no kidding uh, so I feel like we started talking to her about it pretty young. I mean, like, because, you know, kids just follow you into the bathroom. Like, so I'll be like, mommy's going to the bathroom, you know? Like, if you feel like you have to do this. So you got to get them used to, like, that's normal and not peeing on yourself all the time is normal. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like it was, like, 18 months to two years we started talking about it. So probably it was, like, a – it's a process. Probably, like, a year, year and a half at least. So we, we, you know, just kind of worked on it. And then we finally were one day like, all right, you're going to wear pull-ups. You're not going to – you know, and so she was probably trained dirt when she was three, for sure. Wait, so do you think that it took you a year to potty train her? Not when we got like super serious, like saying like, hey, you're going to do it. But we just introduced it really early on. You like, don't so. have yeah. to continue talking. This is already encouragement to me. Um, speaking <laughs> from somebody who is a couple of months into it and sees no end in sight. That gives me hope because... Uh, I don't know if you know this, but old boy um, was able to pay somebody to potty train his kid in like five days. It was a daycare, what? also Trinity. It was a daycare. They did it, and oh. she was done. It was one week, and it was it was great. I did yeah. not get a discount. Yeah. All right, one one last question before we go. Um, if you could predict the day, the exact day that all of this is over, what day are you going to put your money on? Oh, God. I'd say what year, to be honest. Oh, I mean, really? Yeah. That is true. But I'm talking about this initial, like, regulation. So the day that we can all go hang out with our friends again, the day that we can go to the bars, the day that we can go to concerts and sporting events. Let's it, just go ahead. Um, I'm hope I'm hopeful. And, you know, like I said, working in higher ed, I just always have, like, an academic year brain. But I'm hopeful that by Labor Day. Let's say Labor Day weekend. We all right. We'll have a big blowout. Shoo. That's so a good one. Su- the whole summer, we're not getting together. We all go back to it's, work on Labor Day. <laughs> no, listen. Well, I mean, we've already gone to virtual classes through summer. So we know right. that's, for, that's happening. So, right. I mean, I don't, know, I don't know exactly when I'll be going back. Um, but, I mean, I'm working every day remotely, but right. I don't know physically when I'll be back. They sent us home like a week before the uh, shelter-in-place thing started, and then they keep pushing back our date of when we can come back. Like, whatever they say, they keep saying a week after that. So who even knows what's going to happen? Yeah, I agree. Right. I like yeah. the I like the odds of Labor Day, though. I, I might take those odds. I mean, Texas is going back right now. Texas really? is like, eh, we'll be okay. Oh, speaking of uh, things, real quick, that we uh, have been binging, I've been catching up on The Walking Dead because I stopped watching it a few years ago because it was just like... Did you stop watching it when Rip Grimes was taken away by the helicopter? Or did that just spoil something for you? (laughs) I don't... Nothing ever spoils me because I don't care. I'll watch it anyway, but I stopped watching before um, Glenn got beaten down. I gotcha. So... I started watching it again, and I was just joking about it in one of my meetings. I was like, yeah, you know, I mean, I feel like this is kind of, uh, you know, training 
for what may happen. Oh, <laughs> you man. Know? You never know. So That's true. Just brushing up. That's awesome. Well, Trinity, again, thanks so much for taking the time with us today. It's great to get a mom's perspective uh, from, uh, you know, another state, not necessarily the West Coast. We're going far East Coast here. Uh, actually, the Florida-Georgia line, um, <laughs> which is not that far from us. I, I don't know why I keep plugging that. Um, we hope you guys stay safe, yeah. stay healthy. We look forward to seeing you again and talking to you very, very soon. Tell the family we said hey. Definitely will. Thank you all. Thank you. Thank you. I quit watching The Walking Dead when they introduced that tiger. (laughs) Dude, that's when I stopped watching it also. Right, yeah, right after Glenn got killed or whatever, I was like, I'm done with Walking Dead. This show jumped the tiger. They jumped the fucking tiger, dude. (laughs) Um, well, I mean, that was a fun interview with Trinity and to, uh, again, to get a good mom's perspective on, uh, how we're all kind of dealing with this coronavirus. I know you guys have stories out there. There are things that you are doing that are, you're being, you know, either creative, you're going insane. You're, you know, Jack Nicholson shining it right now and trying to push through, um, you're doing things in your yard. You're teaching your kids. You're trying to put up with your kids zoom calls. You're baking more. I mean, there's many things that you could be doing right now or you're not doing. And like, yeah. And if you're not, that's fine because honestly you might have work and a kid or other stuff to deal with. Yes. Or you're working. I was getting to that. I'm sorry. I just jumped a gun because that's very personal. to me. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever you're doing. Um, we just wanted to take, you know, an hour out of the day to kind of talk about what we're doing just because you may not be talking to that many people or you may be talking talking to a lot more people like Juicebox or having longer phone calls. But if you're not and you're in that isolation mode and you've reached the end of Netflix and you no longer are are, like the phone in your hand is just driving you crazy. We're happy that you joined us today on Raising Nashville podcast. We want to, you know, say a couple of things before we get out of here. I just want to say real quick, um, give me something that is just, Give me something that you guys are binging that you're a little shamed about binging. Oh, I think I've. It already... doesn't have to be television or movies. It could be anything. Anything that you're doing more of. I can go first. Mm. Yeah, uh, just, yeah, yeah go for you've kind of put us on a, on a weird spot here. I know. I just thought of this, but my Cheeto consumption has gone through the roof, you guys. I was generally buying those regular size Cheeto bags. <laughs> I've gone to buy straight up family size Cheeto bags for myself. And some like, yellow some gold fingers and, and barrett's like bite bite i'm like no man these are not for you like sorry embarrassing things that doing we're doing during the uh quarantine or coronavirus i have this thing where i uh i go in the bathroom and i sit on the floor and not i very, said no masturbation no, <laughs> this isn't this isn't what that is it's gonna be like shame crying it is it's close it's okay. close to shame no, no, crying. No, no. i'm just so I'm i i did this when i was a kid i went in the bathroom i sat on the floor and i turned a hair dryer on and just blue dry my body um i like the heat I like sitting there and thinking i'm, I'm fully clothed um, and I just run that hair dryer up and down my legs, my chest, my arms, and just because there's something about warmth that is calming to me. So I will go in there and I will create posts for this podcast while in one hand, while having a hair dryer in the other hand and keeping myself warm. I could have done without that. No, there All you go, that. listenership. Like there you, now you have that, that mental image is, when you look at our Instagram. When you see a post, that's it. <laughs> you just got deep. 
inside Bucky's head. I'm unsubscribing. Um, right I'm now. very comfortable <laughs> when I'm creating posts for this podcast. <laughs> That's good. It comes through. It comes through. Yeah. <laughs> now you're making us uncomfortable. I got to be honest. I'm I'm kind of the opposite. Like I work all day. Um, I I'm listening to a lot more music. Um kind of zoning out i'm i'm less binging i'm not uh i'm not playing video games i'm not really watching a lot of shows i spend mm. a lot of time outdoors yeah we do a lot of outdoor backyard time but uh, for me it's just like the snacks like being at home and the availability of snacks is tough yeah but I'm, I'm typically down to one meal like i think my body knows a great depression's coming and like i'm just eating dinner and I don't know. Are you sure you're just not depressed? I I don't know. I'm in a pretty good place. I'm with old boy. I'm eating less. Um, Jesus Christ, guys. I'm I'm doing this wrong. I've also tried to convince my wife to not go to the grocery store, and we should deplete everything in our house. And that's a challenge out there for you guys, is go into your cabinets and try to eat everything that's just been (laughs) sitting in there. Dude, we we need to do that, too. We've been talking about that. Like, our freezer is jam-packed, and I'm like, stop buying frozen whatever. We have it all. We can't even open this thing anymore. Yeah. Um, That's a good idea, actually. Yeah, but I I don't... So, I did did eat a bag of uh, some Doritos recently, but um, I really don't even snack during the day most of the time. So, so I'm I'm in a weird place. I'm about to start meditating you don't have anything embarrassing you just said meditation you're not eating you're not playing video games on this podcast alone i think i said that i'm binging wrestling i'm spying on my neighbors and i have this weird blow drying fetish in my bathroom Mm. and you are just trying to take the high road here no i've been out chopping wood starting fires i'm probably i'm probably (laughs) drinking whiskey and starting fires yeah i've probably been doing a little more of that than i normally do okay but that's uh, so alcohol i say it's a plus i don't know it's not not a that's not funny yeah it was kind of funny i i don't uh, no 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 not it's not every day or every night but i've I've gotten together with you guys a few times, so it's sure. it's I, it's a it's a fucking bonus. In my Social opinion. distancing has not stopped us from bringing our vocals to your eardrums. Yeah, um, and that that is something that we're thankful for. Yeah, we are taking precautions though, just so everybody knows. Absolutely, we are far away. We're actually if this. I just want to say, if this part of the podcast sounds different than the beginning of the podcast, it's because the beginning of the podcast was recorded on the deck at my house, so we could all be safe distance apart. Right. And then it got real cold. It did. <laughs> I, in fact, I couldn't take it anymore. We were too far away from the fire. So I somehow convinced these three to pick up all of this equipment, and now we have gone, what, I'd say 17 houses down, and now we're in Old Boy's Garage. Yep. Yep. This is by far the creepiest location we've recorded a podcast. It is. Uh, yeah. I, I'm getting some serial killer type vibes it's, in this garage. Yeah, it's he doesn't want to tell us this shameful thing because like, we can probably lift up a board over here and find a dead body. Or Actually, something. you're about to become my shameful things. Right. That is true. <laughs> so... Um, Thank you again, as always, for listening to us this week. Uh, before I kind of plug our, you know, our socials and website and what everybody else does on podcasts, uh, I'd, I'd rather take a moment this week and say anywhere that you can go, and if you're comfortable doing this or you, you know, feel like you have some something to give, feel free to support any 
frontline workers out there that are currently unemployed. It, it's not easy. All of your your restaurant workers, your bartenders, you know, people that worked at Hobby Lobby. Uh, I mean, stuff like that that's not deemed an essential business. They currently are getting paid, you know, unemployment wages if they filed for it. And that's just not enough. And right. a $1,200 check is not enough. No. And so we want you, instead of taking 30 seconds today to go on our socials or go wherever you listen to this podcast and like us, rate us, and whatever, don't care about that this week. What we want you to do is support anybody who is struggling right now any way you can. That's the thing. Like a lot of these people have uh, GoFundMes or whatever set yeah. up. You can donate five bucks, man. It all adds up. Like, I just want to give a. I don't know why this just popped into my head, but uh, one of our favorite DJs around town, Spice J. Yep. He is like DJs at like a lot of the bars we go to. He's he's awesome. He's been doing a lot of Instagram live uh, stuff recently and just, you know, DJing on there. He's got his Venmo up there so you can throw him five bucks or whatever. Like stuff like that adds up for, for, for people that are in this business. So yeah. that is true. And we are in music city, USA. There are a ton of people live streaming things out there and yep. just asking for donations. Yeah. It's all free. You can go on YouTube, you can go on their Facebook pages and you can watch these concerts and they're just asking for donations. So when you do that, just think about donating. Yeah, um, exactly. Like I said, five bucks, even like just a couple bucks, like whatever it all adds up for those people. It's Absolutely. all great karma during this time. Uh, again, thank you for taking the time to listen to us again this week. We will see you guys next week. Get out there and get those Sour Patch kids. Apparently, yeah. TP's back. Sour Patch is out. Is TP back? I think it's back. Uh, we hope you guys enjoy listening. If you don't have children, have one. Have one. Catch up. Yeah. We want you to know what we go through. Yeah. The fear. Look at what you see.